welcome to Cedar Country. I'm Ray. I'm RJ. And after our long hiatus, we're back, finally. No one knows we've been on a hiatus. Oh. Hey, we've been on a hiatus. Ray got married if you didn't see our social media. Congrats, Ray. How does it feel to be a married man? Good, except I have a weird stranger in my apartment now. Or I moved into the apartment. Or something like that. Oh, I should have told you I was there. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's... Your lovely wife, yes? Yeah, wedding went great. Um, it was. It was a very fun day. I very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Other than having to get up at 6 a.m. 6 a.m., yeah. To, Woo, to Wake up call. I mean, we had a couple problems with uh, the suit rental, but other than that, everything went pretty well. I had no problems with the suit rental, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever come up to Michigan, we went up to a little place in Nuevo called The Shack. If you ever in Michigan... Definitely recommend going to the shack. It's like a log cabin sort of place. Really, really cool. Can't really say much. Never been there myself. Anyways, this is a country music podcast, not a wedding podcast. Although maybe we could do that sometime, except I don't know jack about weddings. <laughs> Anyways, so we don't really, we didn't really have anything planned because as Ray said, we've been on a recording wise little bit of a hiatus editing one because mostly because of the wedding. Uh, actually, that's all. Um, the wedding, and then also I was involved in a play that kind of took up our time. So, but we're back. So that's why nothing, no Halloween special kind of deal or anything. Speaking of Halloween special, uh, I guess I can plug it right now. If you enjoyed the tabletop game Dungeons and Dragons, if you also like westerns, which I feel a country music loving crowd might also like westerns. I mean, that's kind of why they're here. Maybe. I don't know. It's, you don't have to like Westerns to like country music and vice versa, but I think those lines do tend to cross. But uh, on our D&D podcast, Realms and Nerds, we just put up a Halloween, our Halloween special on October 31st, where you can listen to a, it's a Western meets horror. But anyways, so this is our country music podcast where we talk about all things country music, and today, I guess that's true, because we're going to talk about basically whatever jumps to mind. So, the only the only thing I did to uh, kind of get ready for this episode was I literally opened up the Google box and typed in country music, and then hit enter. So... Well, that's a good start, I guess. So, let's see what Google... Because Google has this thing. Do you know Google's got this thing where when you type in an artist or an album or... A, uh, I don't know about songs, but uh, or a genre, it'll give you a bunch of suggestions of music at the very top. Uh, yeah. Usually links to YouTube <clears throat> videos. So this, uh, I'll I'll put I'll, I'll let's see what is this one two three four sixteen the first sixteen results that Google gives for country music, at, at least of songs. Uh, number sixteen, Islands in the Stream. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton. Fifteen. Blue ain't your color. Keith Urban. Blue. Yeah, I know that one. Number. Actually, I think so far I know all of these. I'll let you know if there's one that comes up that I don't know. Fourteen is "Go Rust High on That Mountain" by Vince Gill. Oh, that's a tearjerker. Oh, so is the next one. Number thirteen. Remember when Alan Jackson? I love that song. Thirteen. No, that's not thirteen. That's twelve. Number 12, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain, Willie Nelson, which, by the way, was originally, at least, I don't know originally, but is also famously recorded prior by Roy Acuff. 11, Rhinestone Cowboy, Glenn Campbell. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Number 10, Jolene, Dolly Parton. 9, Will the Circle Be Unbroken by the Carter Family? 
eight. It all comes out in the wash. Miranda Lambert. Seven, Hello Darlin', Conway Twitty. Six, Need You Now, Lady Antebellum. Five, this is the first one that's come up that I don't know. I can't even tell you what the name of the song is. You probably can't, because it's so long that it ends in an ellipsis. Oh. Uh, Are You Sure Hank Done Something by Waylon Jennings, 1975? No. I'm guessing it's called Are You Sure Hank Done It Right or something like that. I know, I, I actually have heard that, I've never listened to the song, but I know I've heard of this song maybe once. Ah. Oh, there we go. Oh, cool. It's a, are you sure Hank done it this way? Yeah, I have heard of this one. I've never listened to it, but I've heard of it. And that was number five. Number four, Amarillo by Morning, George Strait. Number three, this is country music, Brad Paisley. Also, I have, I have a little fun fact about Brad Paisley, fun little connection. Uh, number two, Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. That's one of my favorites. I love that one, too. It says Willie Nelson, but I know it's also Waylon Jennings. And then number one, Tennessee Whiskey, Chris Stapleton. I actually just used that one in uh, one of our little Instagram ads. If you don't follow us on Instagram, we're on there, at Cedar Country. No underscore, no hyphen, nothing there. Uh, mainly, I just take videos of stuff in Michigan and then set it to instrumental parts of country music. Although there are a couple of other videos there that are sort of like that, but not really, because there's one I was leaving play rehearsal. Oh, I could talk about that's something else we could talk about. So I was leaving play rehearsal one night, and I'm gonna have to grab my phone and look up the name of the artist that it was. Here we go. Okay. So this is August 30. I was leaving wow, we haven't recorded since August, because I know this didn't happen until after we stopped. Um so I was leaving play rehearsal back when we were still record recording, rehearsing at the library, and across the street at the Cedar Springs Brewery, there was a live performer playing in the um in the uh, outside area. I wish I he was actually coincidentally enough, I don't know why I keep seeing the song coming up lately, but he actually was also singing Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah. But I didn't get that on video. Mm. It was a good rendition, though. Um, but then he was like, anybody want any song requests? And unsurprisingly, he started singing Dead or Alive, the uh, Bon Jovi song. Oh, heck yeah. But more of a country flair on it. His name is Kevin Schaefer. So he was pretty good. I imagine kind of a local artist. And then... The other video on there that isn't like an instrumental thing is, uh, Ray, I don't even know if you know I, this, but, uh, I have a video of, I mean, you're in the video, but I'm not cause I was filming it. It's when it was back on 4th of July when you and I were walking around downtown Sand Lake. Yeah. When we were passing by and here we go again, the, the, the live band there, they were playing Tennessee whiskey. And so I have the re- a recording of you and I walking by starting to come up on them while they were playing Tennessee Whiskey, because they also did a pretty good rendition. It is a good song. And I guess before I leave the Instagram thing, so I know that you're not, you don't really have an Instagram yourself, so. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get on the gram. I know, I'm barely active on any of my social media, so. Yes, I know. Social media really isn't for me. Which is probably why I run our social media. But I've, I mean, I've sent you some of these videos. <laughs> the most recent one I posted was actually, like, rip. I, I, I did it, I made sure to get it made buy it before your wedding day so I could post it on social media about congratulating you getting married. It's one, uh, it's that slow-mo video I took of you at Wapsis while we were fishing when you were casting out and it's yeah. to nitty gritty dirt bands fishing in the dark. But so that's what most of these are is 
videos usually slow mo for whatever reason because that always looks cool. Although there was one that's a speed up of me driving back into town with two uh, what is it? This is how we roll, yeah. Florida Georgia Line, Luke Bryan's this is how we roll. But that's what it's mostly it's videos with instrumental parts of country songs. And um, I went back and going forward, I've been tagging the artists in them, you know, so that way, you know like giving them credit for their work because it's their work and I'm just using it in <laughs> to set to a video. And I mean, like it's whatever it's, I mean, I'm just trying to be nice, but something happened. I did not expect one of the videos I posted on. It was back on June 2nd. It was a video I took while I was up in Escanaba of the lake shore up there. Escanaba in the moonlight. <laughs> I've got to see that movie ever. It's really funny. But it's just, it's just uh, that, and I set it to a song, and, um, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how I want to tell you this. So it's, it's a, it's a little video that I set to, uh, the, the first few bars, uh, I think the first, like, two, three bars of Margaritaville. Nibble on sponge cake. Touching the song, but, yeah. That one, that Margaritaville. And uh, a certain James Buffett liked the post. What? Yeah, or at least whoever runs his Instagram account. Okay, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett liked the post. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I was like, what? Then I had another piece of like news that was kind of cool for us, but I couldn't, I didn't remember what it was. That was how long ago it was. And I, this one I remembered because I, I mean, it was that. Um, mm. so apparently, so one of my favorite country artists is Brad Paisley. I went to his concert like last year, two years ago. No, it had been last year. Actually, pretty sure it was like April 4th. They had the date on the screen because the, you know, uh, last time for everything today. Um, Anyways, big big Brad Paisley fan. I actually have every single one of his albums on CD. He went to college with the head of my department. Oh, that's me. Yeah, like, Paul actually, he's like, because I, I had my Brad Paisley shirt on in class on, like, Monday or something, whatever, and he told us about, you know, and he's mentioned it before that he's worked with Brad, which I thought was pretty neat. But then I found out, like, so there's a video somewhere of my professor getting on stage with Brad Paisley at a concert and playing guitar with him because they, they're school buddies from college. It was basically, it was a uh, part of one of his lecture on networking, like make sure like to, you know, meet people, get to know people, care about them. And, you know, cause you never know like what connections that'll make in the future or like where they'll end up, where you'll end up, things like that. So like they both went to college. I don't remember what the college was that they both went to, but they went there together and Yahoo. So that's really neat. I was like, wow. So I know somebody who personally knows Brad Paisley. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. The older I get, the less like starstruck I get. Like I went to a concert, one of my, it was a punk artist that I saw and I got to meet him and actually ate dinner beforehand with him and a bunch of other people. And it was pretty cool. Really nice guy. But it was, and I mean, that was probably the most starstruck I've ever been. I don't know. We were talking about, we had a, we actually had a speaker. This is getting off topic. We had a speaker come in today. And he's talking about having um, somebody else, this girl in my program, was in, like, this girl group, like, a vocal group, and got to go to um, somewhere in California and be on the X Factor and, you know, talk to Simon Cowell and all that. 
And he's like, yeah, and he's talking about that. And I'm like, you know what? And, you know, and they're talking about they seen Tori Kelly there and Demi Lovato and all that. And I was like, I don't know if I get starstruck anymore. Like, if I met those people, I'd just be like, well, it's people. I don't know. I mean, I can't even... I was starstruck from the nosebleeds when I went to go see Elton John, so you don't... I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have much to say. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess maybe, but... um, Oh, let's kick it over. Click news. Um, I don't know. I just started listening to... I definitely started November 1st listening to Christmas music. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> I'm done here. But, uh... You're one of those people? Yeah, I'm one of those people. Ugh. But it's okay. Ugh. It's okay. Why are we friends? I don't know. Listen, it's okay. We'll we'll save talking about Christmas country till like a Christmas special thing. All right. Um. Oh, there was a. That's right. Randy Travis had a concert recently. Randy Travis suffered a stroke in 2013 and can hardly talk or sing. He didn't actually perform. He was there, but he wasn't performing. There was, um, I'd have to look it up. I think we talked about this before, honestly. I don't, I don't know if we talked about, cause this concert I just learned about. This concert happened last, sorry, I said last month. Sorry, we're only seven days into November. I'm still thinking it's October. It happened back in September. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I think you actually did. Maybe, maybe I'm. I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we have. Who cares? We could still talk about it for a quick second. Basically, it was it was Randy's band played, and there was a vocalist that was on one of those TV shows. I don't know which one. One of them TV programs. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Oh, James Dupree is like an up and coming star. He sang for. In place of Randy for those is he sang all his number one hits. So Oh. Huh. Interesting. Apparently he canceled a lot of the tour dates though. So here we go. Here's Google's top results in country news. So the women of country music opening CMA awards with historic performance. Some of the most iconic female singers in country music will unite for a historic not to be missed opening performance of the two thousand nineteen CMAs. Interesting. So it looks like, I'm looking at a little picture here. I can see it looks like Carrie Underwood, Reva McIntyre, Dolly Parton, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Terry Clark. Is that Martina McBride, I think? And then Casey Musgraves? I don't know. I can't tell. So I guess this year's CMAs is opening with uh, the women of country music, which I think is actually very important right now in the country music climate because I don't know. I, I don't really, I haven't really had the radio rate. I do actually more often than I had probably this time last year. Now that you and I got my car radio installed. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Yeah. And another podcast, <laughs> but, but I have, because especially when I'm driving to work, I don't want to have to like try and throw a song on mostly because I'm running last minute to get to work. So I'll set it, swap it over to the radio, even though the, signal doesn't come in very well for some reason but apparently like women don't get a lot of like com- compared to i don't know 10 20 years ago especially like 90s early odds female artists don't get nearly as much airplay or spots on the charts as they used to in country music which is weird 
It's, it's, it's weird. Like I, that's something I think I would expect. I would, I would be less surprised to hear that there are more women on the country music charts than there were 20 years ago, but it's the opposite way. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is about radio airplay that has it that way. Cause there are a lot of great current and up and coming and, you know, long time country music female artists. Yeah. Like Shania Twain had to come back. Reba's still got some great music come out. Dolly's still like <laughs> she had she had like a strings version of Jolene in that Dumplin' movie a couple of years ago. Then you got you know like Casey Musgraves, Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood. You got Aubrey Sellers. You got all these people and like I don't know, it's weird. So I think it's really cool that they're doing an all like I, I know a lot of things nowadays get that kind of especially from guys, especially particularly like in the movie industry, you know like. E.g. the Ghostbusters 2016 all-female cast thing. You you mean like the PC overhaul? Yeah, like basically making everything woman-led version of this. Things like that. All-female this. Like, yeah, some there are some things where I agree. Like, Ghostbusters specifically was kind of like a weird... It felt kind of forced. But this is something... This is something I can get behind 100%. Like, that's really cool that they're doing that. It's such a great tribute to the women of country music. Speaking of, there's New York Times has an article, Luke Combs and Miranda Lambert, both bound by country's gendered rule book. Huh. Which kind of looks like it talks about a lot of the stuff we just kind of hinted at. Because here at the beginning of the article says, new albums by the country superstars show how Nashville prioritizes men at the expense of female creativity or any creativity at all. Da, 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 da. Where did you get that from? New York Times. Ugh. I'm just, I don't know, you know, um, okay, that's something I'm going to have, we're going to have to talk about. I will get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, for Luke Combs, 90s country reigns. I mean, 90s country is great. I agree. Uh, list of female country songs, music entertainer of the year since 67. Alan Jackson tour, stop in Salt Lake, which isn't even near us. Did you see the, um, there was a PBS special that came on since last time we talked about country music. Did you see, have you seen anything about it? Not, I, do, I didn't no. see the special, but I've seen merchandise or like the video and I've seen the, the soundtrack for it. No? Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's something that we'll probably, I'll probably look into at some point. Also, since last time we met, did you hear that Busby passed away? He was a prominent songwriter in Nashville, wrote a lot of country hits. I have no idea who that is. That's all right. It's I suck at this. no, that's all right. It's I mean I, I tend to have to keep an. It's I mean that's kind of what my program is about is like keeping a pulse on the music industry, and for me it's mostly the country music industry. All right, now here's something that here's something I did not expect to find <clears throat> from Rolling Stone a day ago. Um, I'm gonna have to tweak this so I can save the, uh, say, okay, let's, uh, so there's a song called Second One to Know. I don't know if it's by Chris Stapleton or if he's just in the song or what, but this video is in Lego. That's kind of interesting. Like, like, it's CGI, but they're yeah, yeah, made it's to like look stop like, motion. I'm, uh, I'm actually gonna click on this link. We're gonna, is it, like, stop motion? No, this is a CGI thing. It looks like it's actually made by, like, the Lego companies, whoever makes their CGI video stuff. Oh. Yeah, I don't... I've 
just I never I, this is this is something I'm interested in because I've been a long time fan of Lego. I'd still probably say I'm kind of an A fall, which is for those who don't know an adult fan of Lego. Wait, what? Oh, this is Oh, this might be why I think I know. I think I know what's going on. Now that I see the sub headline, I think I have an idea. Chris Stapleton fighting ninjas while buddy Chris Pratt cheers him on. I get a feeling this might have been done by the people who are making... There's like this Lego Jurassic Park or Jurassic World TV show on Nickelodeon now, and it kind of looks like the same. Yeah, this is definitely... It's official Lego, because there's the Lego trademark stuff there. Um, Chris Stapleton is rendered as a Lego minifigure in the new... Why did they hyphenate minifigure? Whatever. In the new video for Second One to Know, a colorful eye-poppy montage that finds a Kentucky country singer doing battle with ninjas and ultimately slaying a dragon with a literally fiery guitar solo. Stapleton's wife, Morgan, and members of his family are also animated as Lego people, along with Stapleton's band, including producer Dave Cobb. There's also a cameo by Stapleton's superfan and friend Chris Pratt, who lent his voice to both the Lego movie in 2014 and its 2019 sequel. Stapleton teamed up with the Lego Group and Pure Imagination Studios producer and director David Coleman, like Stapleton, a native of Paintsville, Kentucky, to make the video, which, according to a press release, took, quote, thousands of hours to work, unquote, to create. The results are dazzling and pay close attention to detail. Everything from Stapleton's feathered hat band to bass player J.T. Keir's glasses are painstakingly recreated. Second one originally appeared on Stapleton's 2017 album from A Room Volume 1. Okay. Song has been performing some new songs in concert of late, including Starting Over and a collaboration with Brothers Osborne titled Get Down to Arkansas. In August, he made a surprise appearance at John Mayer's Nashville concert to premiere their song. I just remembered that I didn't care. Interesting. That's something I have to check out is that music video. Totally do. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms & Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. So what's been going on with Ray in the world of country music? Anything good you've been listening to? Any news you heard or anything? You've been pretty quiet so far. I, you're fifty percent of the podcast, I bud. Know I am, but I'm most of, but I'm mostly a reacting kind of guy. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's gonna come. Oh, oh, oh. I feel like this is a seventy-five twenty-five <laughs> split. Actually, let's see. Oh, anything you like? Anything like even like. Anything you suggest I should check out, get back to you on, see, see what, tell you what I think of it, stuff like that. No, I've, I've, I've actually been, like, super busy getting things together. I haven't really had much time to even sit down and think about our podcast, which is kind of bad to think about, but. 
so you, there hasn't there hasn't been. Be, promise I'll be more prepared next time. No, you're fine. But um, there's there's nothing. You haven't been like listening to anything. Hmm. I started revisiting a lot of like the '90s stuff. Tell me about that. And I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Well, I told you that I grew up listening to like Alan Jackson and whatnot with my mm. pop and oh yeah that sort of thing. Yeah. And. 90s country is so nostalgic. Oh, for sure. Um, remember the watermelon crawl? Watermelon crawl. Yeah, it's still stuck in my head. That's been stuck in my head for a while. Who's it, who's it by? I think it's Alan Jackson. Watermelon crawl. I've not heard of that one. I'm gonna have to hold on. Let me let me write that. I'll I'll listen to it and I'll let you know what I think. Tell you if I've heard it and it's just like one of the songs that, that like once I hear it I'll be like I've heard this but not in many a year. The watermelon song, crawl. Yeah, the watermelon crawl. All right, Cedar Country notes. Can't remember because I know that we played played a couple of like one of the one of our wedding songs. I was gonna say let's talk about because there was definitely country music on your right. Oh my god. Oh, Ash. Unsurprising, Ash. Oh my gosh, you Ash, and Ash. Ash was Ash wasn't even like a big country music fan. He's very few and far between songs and artists he'll listen to. Copperhead Road. I didn't he, even know the Copperhead Road had a dance to it. You guys, you, it's, I, so it's uh, it's a uh, it's he. What is it called? It's not a square dance, is it? It's a line dance. Line dance, yeah. It's a line dance that his older brother learned while he while he was stationed in North Dakota. Learned it at like one of the bars or whatever, and then he taught it to the family at one of the weddings because there were a ton of family weddings in a span of like five years. So we, the, the whole family, like, would go and do these line dancings. But that was, that was, like, five years ago. And so Ash was like, hey, Copperhead Road. I was like, oh, no, it's been five years, Ash. I don't remember. But now I do. It was like, uh, let's see, it was like, uh, it was like one right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right in right, left in left, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. And then it's, I don't know what it's called, but it's a like, thing where you go with your, like, step your toes, you know, forward, two, three, four, forward, two, four, and you do, like, the turn. So, yeah, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty simple, and then, like, you get to the thing where it's, instead of the, like, that at the beginning, then it just, at the end, it just, like, kicks up, it's just kicking, kicking, and my abdomen, and my knee, my knee, my right knee was shot from that. Kicking! I want to do some kicking! But, no, um... What was the song that? Oh, I remember that "Broken Road" by. I was gonna say there was a Rascal Flatts. I was thinking "My Wish" because that's another popular wedding Rascal Flatts song. Yeah, but that's the one I. Oh wait, no, that was that was played. Both of them were. Yeah, that's. Okay, wish, which one was which? My wish was the one I danced with my mother-in-law. Yeah, that was lovely. I loved that. Yeah. Um. It was nice. I loved her first. Was the one that. Yeah, my wife and her father. I can't remember who it's by, but I know it is. I know it is in the country genre. Yeah, um, and I danced like my wife and I's first dance was "Broken Road" by Rascal Flatts. A lot of Rascal Flatts played. There was like two, played. and then it was an instrumental of it. And then who was the DJ? At the wedding, by the way, do you know? Do you happen to know his I name? I have no idea, but Me I know it's, neither. I know it's a cousin of one of Sam's bridesmaids. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, like, See, our, at our weddings, we usually have one of my cousins do it. Like, uh, one, I guess, well, one of my mom's cousins. But it's also my cousin. Oh, yeah. The, um, her, her, that bridesmaid's dad, he, his, his name's KJ. Oh, he killed it on, he, remember when. He, he plays, like, whenever there's a family gathering, and I miss going over there, uh, yeah, to hurt my, uh, my wife's brother and this chick used to date, so we'd go over there for parties and whatnot. He'd drag out the guitar. He's, he knows how to pick a, he knows how to pick a six string, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, no. That was actually really cool, cause I think I got a video of, it was you and your wife, and then from our other podcast, Bronson and his girlfriend, and then Harrison and his wife, and also one of my younger sisters, and my soon-to-be brother-in-law, mutual friends of yours as well. All four of you slow dancing, and it was like I was able by the end of the video to get all four of you in frame while he was singing Remember When, which I love that song, by the way. Alan Jackson, so beautiful. Makes me cry. I know, and we're not even like 30-plus, so it hasn't happened for us yet. Well, I mean, soon. (laughs) It's getting getting close for me, and I'm... I mean, then there's me. After a couple of years, I'm gonna be having some kids, probably. Yeah, and then there's me. They're gonna know their uncle RJ. Yeah. yeah. They're. Why is he so sad and lonely, Daddy? <laughs> Shh! Don't ask. We don't ever ask we RJ don't that. Ever ask. We don't ever ask RJ that. <laughs> I had a chance back in 2011, but it's gone. Just a step in. <laughs> we really gotta do better at like at researching stuff for our show because we're we'll, bad at it. Hey, next week I promise that I'll have I'll have some stuff ready for you. Okay. All right. I got all the time in the freaking world now. So did you have you seen the photo that I posted recently? I put it like on my story, and then I also put it on like Twitter. I was reorganizing reorganizing my CD collection. Oh yeah, like the whole. Like, <laughs> it was like, but you can't guess which one is country because I had them organized by like their genre. Because it was like uh, soundtracks. There was like classic rock and hard rock were together. There was like pop, which was probably the shortest one. Then there was like punk rock, which had a pretty decent stack, <laughs> and rap, which was also kind of short. Rap, hip hop, but then country music was like. Pfft, so many country CDs. So many. Well, I would hope so, seeing as we're doing a country music podcast. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would hope so, too. Seeing as that's the only one I know how. So, I don't know. It's not exactly country music related, but I would like to let people know that yesterday or today on Bandcamp, I think it was, and then coming soon to other platforms, a local artist, local band, called Rendered Worthless, just put out their first album. can't remember the name of the album offhand, but it's they're, they're pretty good. I've listened to a couple of their tracks. I know, I kind of know one of the guys in the band. I used to know one of the guys in the band, but then he left for his job at Sweetwater. And then the guy that produced their album is in my program up at school, and actually they recorded and he produced it all there at the school's uh, recording studio. From what I've heard, too, it's it's some. I mean, if you it's like, pretty good. If you it's like punkish rock. It's yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like that. Thing. It's like you know, it's what you'd expect from a local rock band in two thousand 
in the in the mid to late 2010s that kind of sound it's it's pretty good yeah so and then and there's another artist i don't i don't know how countryish he is or in the that kind of vein but uh, another kind of local artist that we both went to high school with Jesse Ray and the Carolina Catfish. Jesse Ray is so good. If you yeah, like, he's, if you he's like good. Bluegrass, yeah. sort of country, sort of. Well, obviously, it's like bluesy like, rock. If, yeah, if you like if you like <coughs> that sort of thing, obviously you it's in the it's around in the same vein as country. If well, like, if it wasn't, I wouldn't be talking about yeah, it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that boy was made for that for the uh, he he's I I think he's been in a band since middle school. Something like that. Yeah, it's... Apparently, it's been a while since I added country music to my iTunes. Because that's metal. That's my music for Realms and Nerds. There's some rap, some electronic rock, some pop rock. Oh, there we go. Chris Young, AM, Midland. Ooh, I still gotta listen through them. I picked up both of Midland's albums. I'm really excited to listen to them. I really like their sounds so far that I've heard. And I've only heard, I mean, I've only heard their, some of their singles, um, Burnout, Make a Little, uh, Drinking Problem, and their cover of Eastbound and Down. Which, by the way, you know that we have the, there's the annual Memorial Weekend trip up north, rent a cabin for the weekend. Yeah, I'd never gone with you, but I... I, I know, I, I, we'd love we'd love for you guys to go. But so far, other than the first year, Ash and I have rode together. Um, <laughs> I, oh. We've, oh, yeah. We've okay. made it kind of a tradition that when we're starting the trip, like getting onto the freeway, we turn on Jerry's Eastbound and Down. <laughs> we start the trip off with Eastbound and Down while going northbound. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just, I just, I think that's fond. I'm fond of it. That's actually where a lot of our, uh, the videos on our Instagram, which I'll plug again at Cedar Country, no underscore, no hyphen, nothing like that. Um, just Cedar Country. Um, most of our videos actually so far that I've posted have come from that trip. Like there's the one of, uh, like some cornfields or whatever. And you can look, I mean, it, it has, I've tagged the locations. So any, anytime it says like Escanaba or Iron Mountain. Marquette, uh, there was, what's the one I'm trying to think of? I don't remember where the other one was, but anyways, obviously we're not really coming up with anything to talk about. We've hit, we've all, we hit 45 minutes, which is actually cut it down. That'll be, I think I could get about a half hour cause it's not nearly as much cutting as realms and nerds. Yeah. Well, we're just talking. It's not like we're making any like stupid weird yeah so the so the 50 percent of what we record rule doesn't really apply at least as far as i know i don't know i've only edited one episode so and also with my sister now being home with her dogs running around yeah all right thank you guys for listening this has been episode seven of cedar country we've only recorded seven of these and we started in what may yeah, well, we, when we started recording. Well, we've been busy for the last little while with for sure all of our stuff. So, yep, May because there it is. May sixteen was when we recorded our second episode. So yeah, thanks for listening. Sorry we didn't have anything really prepared and just kind of winged it. Which we, as as you as you if you've listened to that one episode we did before where we also kind of winged it, you know we're not the best at winging it when we're not prepared. 
So we'll we'll try to be better prepared, but I won't make any promises because I know we're going to end up with more filler type episodes like this. But thanks for listening anyway. We love you guys very much. Um, If you'd like to follow us on social media, uh, the podcast, you can follow it, as I mentioned several times. It's on Instagram at Cedar Country. Just all one word, no underscore anything. If you want to follow us on Twitter, keep up with information for the podcast and things like that. That one does have an underscore between Cedar and Country. So it's Cedar underscore Country because somebody else was mean and took Cedar Country without the hyphen but isn't isn't even active on that account. Whatever. It's life. If you'd like to follow us uh, on social media individually... Oh, my handle on Twitter is the RJ Moore, the RJ Moore, whatever, however, make T H E R J M W O R E, and then Ray is Hunter Subclass over on Twitter. Over on Twitter, yeah. And if I start getting more followers, maybe I'll start doing <laughs> stuff on there. Right now, I have like three. I gave you a follow Friday shout out on our on a, a follow Friday like last week over I, on Realms and Nerds. I got nothing. Yeah, it's, nobody. No, yeah. Mm. Follow Friday isn't really. It's hit or it's really hit or miss. Usually miss. But um, speaking of our D and D podcast, if you're interested in the Dungeons and Dragons game, like listening to fun story about that, uh, we do a podcast with a few other friends uh, called Realms and Nerds. And is an ampersand, and you can find us on Twitter, where you can find the information at Realms Nerds. We're also at Realms Nerds on Instagram for that. That one, unlike this show, uh, is not family-friendly. There's cussing and stuff like that. So if you're a young kid or you have young kids, that show is not for them. Unless you want it to be for them. I'm not your child's parent. I can't tell them what to do. So (laughs) until next time, I've been RJ. And I've been Ray, I guess? And I hope that we'll continue to be that way now. We are going to, uh, what is it, Ray? We're going to ride off on into the sunset. Into the sunset. Can I get a yee yee? Yee yee! Ha ha. We're going to ride off into this. We're going to ride off onto the sunset. I don't think you can do that. I think that might burn you. What's up?